0: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Scentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to box water, there are more opportunities to go paper than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper It was very clear by age
1: of 15, 16, when I was already a grandmaster, that I became the only woman player in those tournaments where, let's say, there were 13 men adults, and I was the only girl or, or uh, woman later on. Uh, but it meant that I, I had to have the perseverance for that, to stand up always when something went wrong or they beat me, to have that uh, fighting spirit, to have that dedication, to have that passion for
2: the game. That was Judith Polgar. She's been called the greatest woman chess player of all time, but her achievements go beyond gender lines. At age 15, she became the youngest person ever to achieve grandmaster status, younger than Bobby Fischer was when he earned that title. And she's defeated many of the world's most renowned men players, including Gary Kasparov and Boris Spassky. I'm Elan Verveer, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We are bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. Judith Polgar has been excelling at chess for more than four decades, since she was a five-year-old in Hungary. Today, she coaches chess and inspires the next generation of players through the Judith Polgar Chess Foundation. And on October the 8th, she will once again host the annual Judith Polgar Global Chess Festival. This year's theme is Women in Chess, Women in Science. Listen and learn why Judith Polgar is one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. I'm here today with Judith Polgar, who is considered to be the best woman chess player of all time. Judith, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you very much. Nice to be here with you. You became a grandmaster at age 15. You were ranked eighth in the world, male or female. You've beaten many of the men who were world champions. What is that special thing that makes you different, that makes you a top chess player?
1: I believe that uh, mainly the way I was raised and uh, my parents gave uh, and supported me in many different ways. and. Uh, and uh, also inspired me to have a mindset that I know that I can do it. And they always said that I can do it. They tried to give the most possible opportunities to me, having the good trainers, giving opportunity to play in the right tournaments, and uh, also support me emotionally and in every way. So I'm uh, able to improve from day to day, so that's how I think I could become really good in chess.
2: Well, you mentioned your parents, and I know that you began playing in tournaments when you were just six years old. Tell us how you got introduced to chess. Was it your parents? And what was your training like? Why were you attracted to chess? Actually, for me, I
1: had a paved road ahead of me because I have two older sisters, Susan, who is the oldest, she's seven years older than me. So when I started to play chess when I was five, she had already very serious results, even internationally. So Sophia, the middle one, she also played chess already. And uh, when I was a baby already, my parents knew that my path is to become a chess champion. And they did everything in order to to make me one. And uh, so it was very natural for me that I wanted to follow my sisters and uh, I started to play chess. Then I started to have my first tournament and very fast they discovered that I'm talented and I'm growing very fast in uh, my chess knowledge. And somehow my character was also very much suited for competitions. So this is how I started to, to get to, be involved with chess. And of course, when you have positive feedback from your parents, when you go to a chess tournament, you win your game. Those are the best fuel to move
2: on and to be inspired again and again. And what was it about chess? Your sisters, as you said, were very engaged. But what made it so compelling for you? I mean, after all, you have to put in such long hours to become a champion.
1: I think I just started to love the game very much, and it gave me a lot of pleasure to not only to win the game and win against adult men, but also what I enjoyed a lot from the very beginning, the creativity part of chess, which means that uh, to make combinations, to to create some unexpected uh, solutions, and uh, something very beautiful when in chess we say if uh, You give up some pieces and then suddenly, unexpectedly, you win the game. So those kind of uh, solutions I liked very much. And uh, also my playing style was very much like that. that. I was very aggressive. I wanted to win the game as short as possible and give checkmate to my opponent. And uh, I really like those creative moments and, uh, and combinations, which I learned at home. And then later on, I could apply it in tournament chess as well.
2: So interesting. Now, women and chess don't typically go together. Mm-hmm. But when you were a child, you competed against boys, you won. What sort of obstacles uh, have you had to face as a girl or as a woman in chess? And how did you deal with those?
1: Uh, obviously, my sisters were supporting me a lot and they had already the experience and they were sharing it with me and supporting me how to do it differently, let's say. Uh, well, of course, when I was a kid, people did not really believe that uh, my knowledge is stable and they said, okay, she's just lucky. Here, her opponent was sick. Her opponent was, wasn't was in good form. So there were always excuses, or many times there were excuses. Uh, And later on, I also experienced that I had to prove myself much more time than uh, as if I would have been a talented boy, because this was uh, normal. And then it was very clear by age of 15, 16, when I was already a grandmaster, that I became the only woman player in those tournaments where I started to play, those invitational tournaments where let's say there were 13 men, adults, and I was the only girl or, or uh, woman later on. And uh, I mean, the, one of the nicest things they told me already much later when Anand, the uh, uh, world champion, was asked, what does he think about Judith Polgar?" And then he didn't really understand the question and replied that, well, she's one of us. And uh, so I worked hard for that, that uh, they acknowledged my results and they really treated me like uh, another very strong grandmaster. Uh, But it meant that I I had to have the perseverance for that, to stand up always when something went wrong or they beat me, to have that uh, fighting spirit to have that dedication, to have that passion for the game. And uh, I think uh, also that uh, my character suited very much for competition. It also helped a lot.
2: She's one of us. That's high praise coming from a guy, uh, especially a world champion. By any chance, uh, was that Garry Kasparov who was speaking? He certainly was a world champion, a grandmaster uh, one of the chess giants that you uh, have beaten. He was dismissive of you, I gather, uh, and women players in general when you first came on the scene. But what did you think of his comments then? And how did you help him change his mind? Well, you know, the to change people's mind is always something uh,
1: difficult, but uh, usually results eventually convince them. And this was the case for me also with uh, my events and games with Kasparov. as uh, when he, he said those things, for example, in 88, when uh, he was asked after me and my sisters, we won gold medal for Hungary, Hungary in the ladies team, those very few occasions when I played in ladies competitions, he was asked from a journalist that what does he think? How good can I become? I was only 12 years old. And he said, well, he believes that absolutely I'm going to become a world champion. And when the reporter asked him that, what do you think, uh, can you ever play with her? Then he said, well, I don't think so. I, it's almost impossible. And uh, what happened was later on when I was 16, I played my first game against Kasparov. And after that, many other occasions repeated it. And uh, he was beating me quite a few times. But then the time came when I made some draws. We had a very fighting draw. Also, I had an opportunity where it was very difficult for him. So he was sweating a little bit, almost being scared (laughs) that he can lose the game. And then later on, at one point, I was also winning against him. So it was very clear that little by little, I could improve my chess. And uh, I could also perform and show it on the chessboard against him. And this is how I gained respect with all the grandmasters, that simply I was playing better, I won a game against them, which meant that they had to experience it on their own skin, what it, what it is when they lose against me. And then they started to change their attitude. What was it like
2: that first time when you beat Kasparov?
1: It was great but I have to tell you that already before I made in a huge tournament which was considered the Wimbledon of chess in Linares, a year ago I played two fantastic games against him and uh, I considered those at least as important in my career as the one which I won.
2: Seneca's 100 women to hear will be back after this short break. Now as you mentioned mostly you played against men rather than other women what was your thinking behind that Uh well I'm I
1: feel very fortunate that my parents raised me this way that they were always focusing on the objective performance in the sport and not uh, limit my limit me and my sisters that we can only become masters grandmasters between ladies because the problem is that uh, when you say That, for example, to a little girl, you say when they are six, that you can become a great world champion between women. And you say the same thing for a boy, that you can become the world champion between men. The different thing is that it's like in reality, as if you would say to a girl that you can have a PhD and you inspire the boy that you can be a Nobel Prize winner. So this is the huge difference and this is why I'm really grateful to my parents that they were always believing in me that I should be performing as good as possible and be the best I can objectively in the sport not uh, talking uh, the difference between women and and men chess and uh, I think this gave me a great uh, vision on life on on in everything how I raise my kids how I live my life and, uh, and and this I'm very, very happy for, that uh, this is what my parents uh, told me. And I for me, this was the most natural thing, that obviously, of course, I look at the sport, not about the gender questions.
2: Are your children uh, interested in chess?
1: Uh, they were playing when they were in kindergarten and in elementary school <laughs> for second grade. But uh, after that, they gave up. They were not
2: interested anymore. To each his own, as we say. They have to follow their own path. Why do you think it is that there aren't very uh, many women in chess? What's holding women back?
1: There are many reasons, I think. One is that society is not really supporting them. As, uh, let's say if a boy wants to become competitive in chess, they are somehow more accepting that uh, attitude from a boy than from a girl. Either. But also generally... Teachers are not supportive so much. Parents maybe also not that supportive. And actually there are many girls who play, maybe it's even 50-50 until age 10, 11 or so. And only after that, it becomes a huge dropout for girls. And uh, probably also because they start to, to be more serious about their studies. They get matured earlier. And uh, and somehow they don't like uh, this lifestyle and, and society is not supporting them at all. They are not encouraging them that, wow, this would be a great uh, profession for you.
2: Do you think there's some connection between chess and the STEM field? Because, you know, girls get so interested in math and science and then so often along the way they drop out.
1: Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Why is that? But I think there are going to be more and more girls in the STEM field, uh, also. First of mm-hmm. all, because it can be an interesting uh, way of having family and work, because you can work from home much easier. I think in many of
2: those fields. Yes, hopefully changes uh, coming forward. I know that today you are focused on the international promotion of the sport. Um, that you've written books. The Judith Polgar Chess Foundation was established several years ago, and you've got the Chess Festival coming up. Tell us about it and what's its mission. Yeah, I established
1: my Chess Foundation in 2012, and we are focusing on promoting chess and specifically chess in education for kids. And uh, we have the Global Chess Festival, which is aiming to share the passion for chess with the rest of the world. So we have the slogan of Chess Connects Us. It's going to be in the Hungarian National Gallery with uh, different conferences on chess and education, also about creativity and innovation and connecting to science and chess. We're also going to have some demo uh, workshops, how chess and math connect, how uh, coding is connecting. Also with my educational program is going to be shown to the big audience. And we are going to be having also online activities apart from the chess tournament for kids and for everybody else, for adults. Generally, we have another thread of the festival, which is that we have it in Budapest, but we want to inspire from every little city, everybody who is a little bit attached to chess, if they have organized uh, an event, whether it's a chess fashion show or a chess film is projected, or whether it's chess tournament, chess simultaneous exhibition, anything related to chess, if they send it to us, we are uploading their information also on our website. And we do hope that eventually within years, we are going to have this special day of second Saturday of each October where the whole world in the smallest cities play chess or have chess-related activities at the same time.
2: So exciting. Is there one book that you've written that you would recommend to our listeners if they wanted to get interested in chess?
1: Uh, Well, I've been writing about my life of more than three decades of of my career with stories and chess games and puzzles. Uh, It's the Judith Polgar Teaches Chess Series, uh, but this is already for uh, for those who who play on a certain level, like a club player or so. Uh, my other book, which is for beginners for kids, it's only in Hungarian. So this is what I can offer <laughs> for now. But I have also uh, on uh, uh, courses on internet.
2: Well, I regret that we're coming to the end of our conversation, but I did want to ask you before we close. What makes you optimistic today about women's participation in chess? We're making progress as you've said, coming a long way from the days when you were a little girl, but just how how do you see the future for women in chess?
1: Well, obviously uh, it has to improve, but it did already quite uh, significantly nowadays. There are more events for ladies and bigger prize funds, which also makes a difference. But still, I, uh, I do hope that there are going to be more girls and women later who feel that they want to be really the best in the sport and the best they can be, not only between ladies. And this is what I'm working hard. And I like to motivate uh, girls, especially youngsters that they should believe in themselves, they should be having high expectations from themselves. But at the same time, I think it's very important that uh, their coaches and especially their parents should be having uh, great expectations and support their daughters that they should become the best they can. So don't
2: limit them. That's a wonderful message to close on and a great lesson, no matter what the pursuit in which one is engaged. Thank you for being the inspiration that you are, for talking with us today, for making this sport come alive, and for being the greatest female chess player of all time. Judith Polgar, thank you so much. Thank you very much. What a treat and an education to talk to chess legend Judith Polgar. Here are three things I took from that conversation. First, Judith Polgar offers a recipe for success for children. It's a mix of early encouragement, positive feedback, and using initial wins to build a confidence that leads to more wins. Second, Judith says it's important to challenge girls to be the best at whatever they do. Not only to be the best among girls, or among boys, but to be the best, period. Finally, if we want girls to attain the heights, we need to set their expectations high. Yes, you can win a Nobel Prize. Yes, you can be a chess grandmaster. When girls dream big and they have support, they can soar. If all this has you curious about chess, check out Judith Polgar's Global Chess Festival, which starts on October the 8th in Budapest. You can participate online. Visit globalchessfestival.com. And tune in next time to hear about our next featured woman and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner PG. Have a great day.
0: You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Santiva.